You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking he gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on a picket save football Friday. Go get those game day brats of Leroy Butler's. It's your local pick and save right now. Maybe a Leap Vodka. Go along with it. Leap vodka and about any type of fruity drink is a great mix. Are you a are you, I didn't ever ask Plucker. Plucker, what is what is your your drink of choice? I'm assuming you drink alcohol. I guess we've never really had the conversation. Yeah, I'm an old fashioned guy. I love oh. old fashions. Did you have you d- tried Gary's obsession, the soul boxer old fashioned? Uh, I have had it. It is pretty good. Is it? Yeah, yes. I'm not a big old fashioned guy, but Gary like swears by it. I'm a huge it. Blanton's fan. Oh. Blanton's is a really nice bourbon. Okay. Um, and I love Blanton Old Fashions. It, they are very good. Really? Dang. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. So my like best friend growing up through like kindergarten all the way through, and now he's a, a lawyer in Kenosha or whatever all these years later, he's a huge old-fashioned guy. And I, I, I think that there's something to... People that drink old fashions, I, I've always said they got an old soul to them. They, they, they got that old school throwback. There's some type of old school throwback feel to them. Because otherwise, you're just really old drinking the old fashions. I don't know. I mean, is this a thing? I mean, you're much younger than me. That there's a lot of younger people drinking old fashions when you're out at the bars? Or are you like the only one of your group that's drinking no, old fashions? No, all of my friends drink old fashions. All of your yeah, friends? Like like all like if, if I'm going out to drinks, get drinks with friends, like pretty much everybody will order an old fashioned. Really? Yeah. If if not, not old fashioned, if we're going like liquor and we're not all right. just getting beers and right, like, right, 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 right. whatever. Yeah. We're doing old fashions or like a Jack and Coke, maybe a person right. or two will order. So wait, the so part, there's for old fashions, it's sweet or sour, right? Yeah. Sweet or sour, whiskey or brandy. And I'm a whiskey sour guy. You're a whiskey sour guy. Right. But the Wisconsin version of it is a brandy sweet. Oh, the Wisconsin version. Yes, Meaning this is not popular elsewhere. Well, like elsewhere, like if I was to go to Michigan or Minnesota and order an old fashioned, they would just make it with whiskey more than likely. And then the, what about like California? I have I didn't even hear about an old fashioned until I moved here. So <laughs> that'll really? tell you something. Yeah. Because I've heard, I think I've heard stories, maybe I'm nuts. I think I've heard stories of people going to Vegas and having bartenders look at them cross-eyed. When they've ordered an old fashioned and not have it's any a very idea. Midwest drink. So it is a Midwest. Yes, drink. it's a Midwest drink. It's not okay. really countrywide, but you, it's it's really easy to make. I like, need to I need to try it again. I, it's been a long, long time since I've tried one. So you do. I love whiskey. So whiskey's my yeah. Thing. I'm an old fashioned person, but definitely. the sour aspect of it is concerning. To well, me. it's just squirt. Oh, so I, I like, like squirt. squirt that's, yeah. all, that's all it is. It's not like actually sour. Whiskey sour. Or uh, old-fashioned sour. And then sweet is Sprite. That's, the, that's literally the only difference. I'm going to uh, Rami's deal at uh, the Improv at Corners of Brookfield tomorrow. And I was debating whether I was going to drink, or just have soda, so forth. Maybe I will try one of those uh, old-fashioned sours uh, and report back on Monday when me and Plucker do madness of whether or not I'm, I'm a fan or not of it. Uh, I am... A fan of Don Mikowski, as many of you know, uh, and we've had Mikowski on for years, dating all the way back to when we started the station. He was the very first Packer player uh, or former Packer player that we had on the station outside of Gary. He was on weekly talking about the Packers back in the day. And I just saw this thing come up from uh, Packers history. The Twitter account is at uh, 
what is it? At Historic Packers. Today in 1989, Don Lukowski hits Sterling Sharp on a three-yard touchdown pass with a minute 26 left as the Packers rally from an early 21-point deficit to stun the New Orleans Saints 35-34. to Now get this. This is the most impressive part. Mikowski ties a then-franchise record with 18 consecutive completions during the comeback. I don't know what you all or how you all perceive this. And I don't know what the numbers are. So factually, I'm probably wrong. And I've been on this bandwagon for a while. I think Aaron Rodgers, I just don't think of huge comebacks. Right? You think of Brady, you think of comebacks. You think of Montana, you think of comebacks. Elway, you think of comebacks. Favre, you think of comebacks. Mikowski, even to a degree, you think of comebacks. Uh, when he was with the Packers. With Rodgers, I just never... You say Rodgers. Like, if we open up the phone lines... Maybe we'll do this just because. I wasn't planning on doing this until I saw the tweet. We open up the phone lines. Could you, like, call in and be like, Oh, Sparky, what about this great comeback? Oh, Sparky, what about this great comeback? Not comebacks that it was just a comeback and they lost. I mean a comeback and they win and finish. And that's it. Like, how many of those are there? Are there many? See, no offense to you, but I think that take is kind of baloney because, first of all, the the Packers, they are consistently in the lead. Like, they win a majority enough. of their games, first of all. Second of all, I can think of instances in my brain, the the Hail Mary against the Lions coming back and the beating Hail the Marys. Cardinals in the, yes. in the playoffs with the Hail Marys there. Um, the Bears, where he, got Two Hail hurt, Marys, yes. where he got hurt against the Bears and then... Uh, came back in the second half and they were down like three touchdowns and it was in Chicago first week of the season, oh, I believe. Yeah, and they yeah, came yeah, back yeah, and yeah, won yeah, those yeah, game, that that's game. True. The Hail so, Marys, you're right about that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think that... Because a lot of times what happens with Rodgers and what people will say is, well, it wasn't his fault they didn't win. The defense couldn't hold in the last 90 seconds. Right. Well, it wasn't his fault they didn't win because you know this happened or that happened. We always seem to have excuses of why... They don't finish with him at quarterback. Um, and again, it's nothing against him personally one way or the other. I'm just saying as a fan, like it's not there. Like the Packers had leads lots of times with Brett Favre. Now, with Brett Favre, though, there are times where his interceptions cost them to be down the way they were down in a football game and where they had to come back for sure. But Brady's teams have been up too, and Brady's has, has had comebacks. Montana teams were up. He's had comebacks. Elway teams were up. He's had monumental comebacks, historic comebacks that people talk about to this day. It just doesn't feel necessarily with Rodgers that it is that way necessarily right. at the end of the I, day. I don't know if I would call Rodgers a comeback guy. Like the, the names you were listing there, right. Matthew Stafford is another one that I think of who just like it, it always feels at like at the end of games he He's comes back. He's got a chance. Right. Exactly. You, you're never out of a game when you have a guy right. like that. But I think if Rodgers was in a different situation, if he wasn't in Green Bay, if if he was playing on a different team here or there, it would be a different story. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. That's another I one. I wouldn't say Patrick Mahomes is a comeback guy, nope. but like also we saw them losing to the Texans just a couple of years ago. What was it? Four touchdowns? Yep. And they came back and won. It, it's just like you don't think of a – of that person as a comeback player because they are so much more than that. They're an MVP once in a lifetime generational talent that is Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think that's fair, uh, that assessment of it. Um, and, you know, with the Chiefs, especially with Mahomes, to this point of his career, they're always way out in front and they're blowing people out and they're running up scores. But like this last game against, uh, who was it, against Cleveland this weekend, I mean, they were down to them, and they came rallying back to come back to win that football game, right? Uh, and they got it done. So to me, um, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. And, and again, I don't know. That's why I just threw it out there. I, I was wondering if if we could come up with situations. The Hail Marys, obviously, everybody knows the Hail Marys. Now, are the Hail Marys, is that a skill throw or is that a fluke? I mean, he did it multiple times. So, for Rodgers, we've seen him <laughs> right. complete it multiple times. Once you or twice a, is a fluke. It's a fluke. Multiple times is a completely different story. Right. There's there's something special that happens anytime a Hail Mary happens. But like 
because the, the odds of it are just so incredibly low. But when it happens on a consistent basis where it seems like any time that Rodgers throws up a ball late in the game, they could wind up winning. Uh, it, it's more than that at that point. Right. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, he is Daniel Plucker. I am Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan football season is finally back. And the place to be to catch all the action, create your own sporting action, is Q Club of Wisconsin. Not only do they have plenty of TVs to watch the games on, but you can play your own games in their huge entertainment game room while enjoying awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Welcome back. It is a Picket Save Football Friday here on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Dan Plucker, the executive producer extraordinaire. He'll be hosting the Green and Gold Post Game Show presented by Lakeland University coming up on Monday night uh, along with. Uh, Gary Ellerson, and let's just hope they, the Packers win. Because <laughs> if they lose, oh my God, it's going to be such a long, 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 long week next week. Uh, but let's talk to this guy that always puts a smile on your face. The celebration of high school sports with our WSSP High School Insider, Mike McGivern. Catch him on My24. Coming up later uh, this evening, where are you at tonight? Hey, before we get to that, you know, the studio sponsor is Lakeland University, home of the Muskies. Yes. And the guy we just talked to. The Muskies. Heck of a football player at Lakeland. Oh, Z was just in here. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, that's a client of mine, and that's... Z was looking to work for a sports station, and the woman I worked with um, there called me up and said, I got a really good guy. He's a great dude. You want to talk to him? I said, yeah, and brought him in, and and, uh, man, Z's just one of the, he's one of the really nicest men I know. He's just a good dude. You know, you, I mean, people don't know this about you, McGivern, but I mean, you really have been a recruiter for the station, bringing really a wealth of talent uh, to the radio station. You really haven't screwed up often. I mean, you really have been pretty consistently in bringing in really good people. I have. There's a couple, and we'll There's talk off the air. I just saw they one. might be listening. One just got a job on the West Coast, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you did a really well, good job I, with that. You know, I love this building, and I love the people here, and it's. Yeah. It, you know, I used to. We've all I used been together to use, a long time. Yeah, Spark. I used to use the thing. Hey, I'm kind of like Tinder. I put people together, and then a young person oh, had to tell me. Lord. I didn't know. I thought it was like Christian mingle, and they said you got to stop using that. I go why. <laughs> And they told me what it was. Yeah, they told me what it was. I said, what? Yeah. Yeah, so I I, I don't use that anymore. I got to come up with some a better. Did Christian Mingle? Yeah, that, I kind of thought it was like one of those, like, you entered, you know, it's like a dating. I guess it's not. I Look, I'm old. I don't know what that you is. You know, there's so many of these dating websites. Like, there's a farmer dating website, I think. And, and I, there's I, the ChristianMingle.com. FarmersOnly.com. See? <laughs> yeah, it was, hey, was Plucker laughing at me over there? Yes, he was dying. Yeah, yes. That's good. Yeah, well, he's no fashion drinker, so that's how that goes. I, hey, man, I guess it's a thing. I didn't know. I didn't either. And so, like, I would use that a lot. I would say, hey, look at me. I'm like Tinder. Right. Tinder putting people together. Finally, somebody said, do you know what that is? I go, yeah, it's like a christian mangle dating site they go dude you got to stop using that because you have no idea what that is not a good idea and then they told me so i've I've stopped yeah i've stopped a little bit it's a good idea all right my 24 tonight where are you tonight we are at whitefish bay and it's a clash between whitefish bay and, and homestead and uh Man, I've been to a number of these games on the sidelines for my 24, and it's always a really good battle. And anytime, look, back in the day when it was Coach Tijan and Coach Keel, it was a battle. And now Jake Walter has been at Whitefish Bay, and he told He's me a couple a of years job. ago. Oh, He's done a great job. Hey, Spark, he told me a couple of years ago I was on the sidelines, and he came running out right before kickoff. And I said, dude, man, you look like you want to play. He said, man, get a uniform. If I could play one time, if I had play in one of these games, this is the one. I'd love to play against Homestead. And so that's how he's feeling yep, about it. That's awesome. Drake Zortman is now the head coach at uh, at uh, Homestead, so I get a chance to interview those those two before the game. Um, Homestead got beat last, last week by Slinger, and that was a little bit of a surprise. 
little bit of a surprise. Okay, uh, so I'm going to follow that up with how good is Slinger or is Homestead falling back? No, well, Homestead, that was their first loss. They had beaten uh, they had beaten Arrowhead earlier in the year, a good Arrowhead team, and Homestead was undefeated. I thought this game would be both teams in North Shore Conference would be undefeated. Um, now they're both 3-1. and one. Whitefish Bay is 2-0 in conference. They're ranked, uh, I think, second or third Division three in the, in the coaches' poll. And uh, Homestead is ranked now eighth or ninth, something like that, Division three. So who was the team of the week? At, was it Slinger? Did they get team of the week? Sl- uh, no, Slinger did not. You know what? Um, we had gone with football for a couple of weeks, and UW Credit Union likes us to change up. Yeah. So we went with uh, the Mosquito Cheerleading team for our UW Credit Union team of the week. How does a cheerleading team win team of the week? Uh, they're a really I'm good curious. team. They're a really good team. They work hard, and they did an event that, that stuck out to me, and, and it was pretty impressive what they did. So. You're going to talk about it on Saturday, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the and they did some, some community service stuff, and it was pretty impressive. Well, Slinger, you're Sparky's team of the week. Slinger is Sparky's team of the week. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, we're not going. Hold yeah, on a second. I'm, I'm not... going to have my own team of the week every week if you're going to be doing this stuff. Slinger <laughs> is Sparky's team of the week. I got you. Okay, and and, I got get, and and the Mosquito cheerleading team was the UW Credit Union. You know what I think? That's the official Maybe, UW Credit Union yeah, team of the week. That's fine. But on my show, since I'm going to have you on every Friday, <laughs> I'm going to have the Sparky's team of the week, and maybe I'll work out a deal with Sheila where all the kids get boo books if they're the Sparky team of the week. No trophy, no nothing, just a bunch of boo books thrown at them. You remember that we just talked about me recruiting and how much I love everybody here? Yeah. Well, that's starting to drop a little bit, Spark. <laughs> hey, man, sl- listen, I've been doing high school sports a long time, Fox 6, everything else. Slinger beating that Homestead team is a huge deal. Man, Slinger is probably still partying. They probably don't even know they play. The Mighty Owls, man. They Come got a, on. They got a good win. Well, there's a – hey, look – you know, to, to pick that that team of the week is not easy because there's a lot of teams that do a lot of good things. And the tough part is, Spark, you could give it to Franklin every week or give it to, to Muskego no, a lot of really weeks. really good, though. I mean, they're always good. So the always good. Like when Tarasco was at Arrowhead, it was Arrowhead University. When it was at that level, yes, I agree. You could have given it to him every week. Fine, I'm with you. I got you. And now Muskego has become that. So, yes, I get you. I, I'm down with you. But I, now, now you got Miles Burkett running the show at Franklin. Fine. I'll give you that, too, every week. But when you get that type of deal? Well, well ask me. Maybe who the, Slinger's been better hey, than I realized. Maybe but. ask me who the who the last couple weeks prior to that were. Tosa, Tosa West. They're good. Nicolay. Nicolay they're good. got right. it. And they're back, too. Yeah, wow. Nicolay yeah. got the team of the Tosa week. Tosa West is really good. Um, hey, West Dallas Hale got the team of the week. They've done a real nice job. Well, you, Spark, think about this. The seniors on Hale's team, this is their fourth head coach. Yes. And this head coach got the job two days before camps opened. Now, who is this head coach? Where yeah, is he I'm going to have to find his name because I, I just talked to him like three times and had him on the show, oh. and I got it. No, I got it. It's right here. But I'm just telling you that this guy, I I was really happy for him because when I when I talked to him and I said, look, we do this UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and I just that was a really good win for you guys. And he goes, Mike, you have no idea. Uh, what this would mean for us, because look, I you know this the seniors who have stuck with us have have literally I'm the fourth coach they've had in four years, and I got the job two days I mean, before camp opened up. Scott Pritzel, I'm sorry, Scott Scott Pritzel is their head coach, and they're look, it's it's not it's not a team that's gonna that's gonna. Like, Does this guy have head coaching background before coming to West? Different Dallas sports, Hill? not football. But he's not been around, been around the football program though a little bit, and uh, so he, they didn't bring him from like northern Wisconsin or something. No, it was an internal guy, but never had the head coaching experience but, but, in football. But, uh, kind of, yes, really, yeah, yeah. wow. And you know what? It's even you more get, impressive. I mean, what's what most impressive to me is that these seniors have stuck with it. You know what? I just think that that that's the best part. I'll tell you another senior story that I really liked. Um, a couple days ago, you know, I do the the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, right? Kid from Greendale was our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. We had the head, first-year head coach um, from Greenfield, the Hustlin' Hawks, Greenfield. Another program that hasn't been great for a long time. Uh, they No, they haven't. Joe Cook was over there for a while. And, and Joe Cook was at Hale, too. Yep. Well, kind of. They wouldn't let him. 
Well, he was over there calling plays while right. his son was there. Yeah, Joey theme was was our he was our pick and save student athlete of the week. And the kid is a senior, loves football, doesn't get a ton of playing time. He doesn't. And I talked to his coach. He said, "Look, he's a scout team. He he gets on special teams." He said, "He's he's a smaller kid. He gives everything he has." Nothing you can do about us. But you know what? He is he is exactly what we wanted for our pick and save student athlete of the week. This is a kid who. Is there early? Stays late. Got mom and dad are really nice people. I met them, and this is a kid that loves football. He understands he's not going to play at the next level. His grades get a four point five GPAs at AP class, all that stuff. And this is a kid I love. Every single week that we get to do stuff like that. Tomorrow, that could, we do a couple of segments during during the Varsity Blitz. One is the Current Electric Superhero of the Week. That's an awesome segment. Guess who? Guess who the Thank winner is that. tomorrow? Who's the winner? You know her. You know her. Leighton Buckner. Allie Buckner's daughter. She's oh. a senior at Muskego now. Oh, she means we're old. Yeah. I knew her. Fifth grade is when they moved here. And I remember the first time I met her. She walked up, got introduced. She said, hello, Mr. McGivern. How are you? And I go, I'm pretty good. How, how are you, Leighton? She goes, I'm doing great. It's really nice to meet you as a fifth grader. Now she's a senior at Muskego. And she will tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Our current electric superhero of the week, and the, the the way that thing came about, Spark, is I was at Current Electric. They're a client of mine. Yep. Talking to Chuck Smith, right? Talking to Ray Hoffman, and I said, "Guys, I'm I, I'm never I'm never depressed." This is a year and a half ago. I said, "But I can't even turn the news on anymore. Like, no, everybody hates each other. Yep. There's nothing good going on. Yep. And I know for a fact there are a ton of kids at the high school level that do good things that nobody has time to talk about." They said, "Let's do it." So true. And, you know, these kids do not have to be involved in sports. Now, Leighton played soccer a lot. She tried rugby. She had her first game on Saturday. How'd that go? Um, the ref blew the whistle. Four seconds later, a girl picked her up and slammed her on her skull, and she has a concussion. <laughs> so she was like, I was having a ball there for a minute. So West Dallas Hale, as we talked about, um, look, they they beat Waukesha South. Then they beat Brookfield Central. That was our team of the week. They lost last week uh, to Brookfield East. Brookfield East might be the, the team to beat, obviously, in that conference. They also lost to Tosa East. Tosa East is putting up a bunch of points. They play Tosa West this week. That'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, okay, so all right, I, I, will, I want to ask you a question. It's not a celebration of high school sports at all, but this is what you get when you come on my show. I, and I don't have a, I did what, not sign a contract to come on every week. No, just, what, perennial, what perennial powers of the past aren't what they used to be? Because, like, I'll, I'll start. Kenosha Tremper. Yeah. When Ron Davies was there, and even to a point when Coach Matrice was there, they were at the top of the Southeast or competing for the top of the Southeast, and it's been a long time since they've been any good, right? So they've come and gone. So that was one of them that was always at the top. Arrowhead might be good, but Arrowhead isn't the dominant team as as they used to be when Taraska and those guys were there. So I think they've fallen off to a certain degree. Now, again, depending on how far you go back, but those are a couple that come to top of mind that have kind of fallen back for different reasons. Like Kenosha, those boundaries got all redrawn down there right. once they brought Indian Trail in and kind of screwed everything up down in Kenosha. And they've almost kind of become like Racine where it's going to be hard to find dominant teams out of that area now. So are you talking about just like this year, the last couple years? Like in the, the last, last 10 years, you know, oh. you've had perennial powers and now all of a sudden they're not maybe as good. Like Gary and I were talking about earlier about how Oconomowoc was that team with Ruck Sr. back in the day. And then they don't hire Rux Jr. He goes to West, and they haven't been the same since. Well, think about Cudahy. Oh, yeah. Think about Cudahy and, and back in the day. Then when John Cudahy, Navarre. Oh, my goodness. Carrie, Champs. Yeah. Carrie Vanet. Carrie Vanet. That's your guy. I know. Oh, I love I know. Carrie Vanet. So, you know, you know that you, when South Milwaukee played Cudahy, either at South Milwaukee yeah. or Cudahy, you couldn't get in. You could not get in. Hey, South think, Milwaukee's playing good this year, finally. South Milwaukee's playing a little around, better. Yeah. yeah, they're playing a little better. Um, think about... Think about some. Think about Milwaukee Tech, yeah, and Milwaukee one. Tech. You know what? You can even look. Riverside is still pretty good. The problem is they're you know they're getting some wins on forfeits. They're Wags is still over there. Yeah, the city conference is a mess. It he deserves is. an award. He does deserve an award. He does. Um, the the other team that used to be way like up there all the time was Wisconsin Lutheran. Wisco. Then they took some. In fact, do you know Denoyer they, left and well, no, but they've they're they're playing pretty well this year. Do are you they? know? Good. You know, you um, the kid from Wisconsin Lutheran that played Division Two made the Rams team as a linebacker. Nice. Yeah, Chris Garrett. That's awesome. Chris 
um, yeah, look, that whole family used to come to Brookside Baptist Church. All sides, how you yeah. know. And yeah. Darius, who I coached in basketball, his stepbrother over at Martin Luther, Darius never, never shuts up. He talks a lot. Chris never says a word. Radar on our mixed morning Yeah. Kid, his wife, his daughter went to the same school these two boys were playing football at up in Minnesota. He called me. He said, hey, my wife is going to drive. It's our turn to drive, Darius and Chris. I said, tell her Darius will never stop talking. Chris won't say a word. She called me. She goes, oh, my God, you were right. Darius, our first time we stopped, said, hey, do you mind if I sit in front? Kick my daughter to the back so he could talk to me That's more. That's awesome. Chris never said a word. Then I was on the sidelines for a Wisconsin Lutheran game. Chris never. Chris was in charge, and he was talking a ton. And I'm looking at him. He goes, "What?" I go, "It's the first time I've heard your voice. I've sat. You've sat behind me in church for years." And he goes, "This is football. This is different, Mister McGivern." And he made the Rams seventh round draft. That pick, is awesome. And he was out game one for COVID, but he led the country in sacks in Division Two, and he made made the Ram team. Next week, when you come back on, even though you're not under contract. Can we talk about some of the coaches that are have left and that aren't coaching their teams anymore? Sure. That were that those guys like Stoltz at Greendale comes to mind. Like he's not old enough to retire from anything. I don't even understand how that's possible. So Stoltz not being at Greendale. Remember, he was one of those young gun coaches we always talked yeah, about. Yeah. Maybe there's a new group of young gun coaches there's that couple, deserve yep. some recognition that maybe we can put together a list and talk about. Yep. And, and Does that work? Yeah, sure. The head coach of Burlington that stepped down last week. Uh, Tony Romo's one of his best friends. Really? Yeah. Steve just said, I'm, I'm just done now. And I look, I, I've talked to basketball coaches that have said, in fact, I talked to a basketball coach within the last 60 minutes who said, man, I, you know what? I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting close. I'm done. And I, I did this two years ago, retired. And the first year was really hard, but I'm all right. It's not bad. That was the second time you retired. 36 years so total. The second time you retired. I'm going to see the all these guys. The first time you next... retired, you were supposedly done, and then you came back and won another because title. I made, you know why? Because I made a commitment you to made Coach a deal. Wallace. I know you did. I said, hey, I if you ever get back and you, you didn't need think he me. was going to take you no, seriously. No, I, I didn't even mean it. I was only <laughs> I know kidding. you did it. Yeah. But when he called, he said, you a man of your word? I said, yes, sir, I am. Why? He said, welcome back. We're going to Martin Luther. You came to me and you said, oh, my oh. God, Sparky, you aren't going to believe this. I got to call my wife first. I got <laughs> to go coach again. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought you were done. Because I told Mike back then, there's no way you're done. No chance. And well, ended up back on the Spark, sidelines again. Next Saturday in, in uh, Wisconsin, Dells, I'll be inducted to the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. There's a number of people going in. But here, it's Devin Harris, Travis Diener, and me. Which one doesn't belong? Yeah, but you'll be the funniest. I'll be well. Diener's pretty funny. He is. He's really he is. funny, and I don't know Devin Harris, but I know this: those two definitely belong. Yes, that's for sure. Yes, they do. He is Mike McGivern. Catch him, uh, McGivern Saturdays, uh, Saturday mornings with Mike McGivern. Uh, got the Home Improvement Show right uh, at eight a.m. tomorrow morning. Nine o'clock Youth Sports Show. All uh, right, that's yep. nine o'clock. And then, and then varsity coach, uh, coach's show at ten. Faith in the zone. We're going to replay a show with Tunch Ilkin. Yes, he was former Pittsburgh Steeler, former Green Bay Packer that passed away a couple of weeks ago, and it was just a wonderful show. And I and just listened to it. Rest in peace, Tunch. I listened to it uh, a few hours ago. Very good show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That's Sunday morning and Sunday nights at eight a.m. here on. The fan. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk with uh, Mr. Plucker, other side of the glass, about his guy, Rashawn Gary, and what this means for him now that Zadarius Smith is on the IL. We'll talk to him next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan. My thanks for Mike McGivern for joining us there in that last segment. Again, we'll do it on Fridays. Talk a little high school sports with him going back and forth. Always fun. I miss doing shows in the Giver. Had so much fun uh, doing uh, the shows over the course of the years. As we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Now, so many of you that listen to uh, this show and this station, uh, you know over the course of time and course of years, we've always went back. We've always went back uh, and referenced up until this year when the Bucks finally won a championship, the years of the big three, right? Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell. If you want to put, you know, three plus one, Tim Thomas for a brief amount of time. Uh, so we always relived all that time. And obviously Ernie Grunfeld was the GM. George Carl was the head coach and so forth. Uh, and the other day I got reached out to uh, to have Dan uh, Grunfeld on the air. And he joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Thanks for coming on, Dan. 
Sparky, thanks for having me. Great to be here. All right, man. So you were you were here, obviously. Your dad's doing his thing, shaking and baking and, and, and putting this whole thing together and making Buck's dreams come true. George Carl getting standing ovations when he walks into restaurants and so forth. How crazy of a time was that when that whole thing was going down? Man, it was awesome. You know, like the the, the city, the community, everyone was so behind the Bucks. The players were so likable. You mentioned the big three, big dog, Ray, Sam, and Tim, you know, the, the plus one. Uh the city was electric, man. You remember, light it up, light it up. You know, no we were, doubt. We were sing, you know, we were singing it at lunch. You know, it was just, it was just a beautiful time to be in Milwaukee. It was such great basketball. Yeah, it was, it was so fun. It, it, it's fun because you know when we look back on it, back then that was like literally the only one year where Bucks fans could look to up until this whole Giannis thing uh, came about. And because you were kind of part of all of this, have you kind of still followed the Bucks a- along a- along the way? Always. You know, I have a lot of friends still in the organization. You know, my mom is from Milwaukee. That's how my parents met. And my grandfather was one of the original uh, part owners and team lawyer for the Bucks in the 70s. So we have a deep, deep, long history with the organization, with the city. And so always root for the Bucks, always follow. And, you know, to see them win it, you know, this past year was just amazing. You know, it was just, it was so fun. And you played professionally, people may not know. I did. So I went to high school, Nicolay High School uh, in Milwaukee, and I played at Stanford. And then I had an eight-year professional career all over the world, Germany, Spain, Israel, you know, very briefly here in the States. And so, yeah, had a nice run. And, uh, you know, basketball has just been an amazing gift for our family. It's funny. You know, I, I learned this, um, I don't know, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I, I didn't realize it. I forgot where I, where I heard it. But uh, somebody was saying that, what people don't understand is what was when the NBA Summer League was going on that an invite to an NBA training camp was gold for an agent of a player because just the invite alone pretty much gets you that conversation to play overseas because it means so much to these teams and pretty much can get your guy a bunch of money by simply just getting an invite. Even though you may not play in the preseason or whatever the case may be, just getting the invite gets you that overseas money. Is that true? It's helpful. It's helpful. You know, I had a nice career going, and uh, I went to a mini camp with the Knicks and did well there, and they invited me to training camp. It's just a really strong signal. You know, so as well as you're doing or the type of leagues you're playing in, if an NBA team thinks, oh, this person is good enough to come into our camp, and uh, that, that can only accelerate kind of your progress. And I saw that. You know, I signed with a nice team after I was cut and had a, you know, my trajectory changed a little bit. So, yeah, it's, even if you don't play and, you know, people look at like, oh, he's the scrub on the end of the bench. Like, it's still, it's still a really, really nice thing for your career. Yeah, no doubt. Talking with Dan Grunfeld, Ernie Grunfeld's son, here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Follow him on Twitter at Dan underscore Grunfeld. And you're on because you wrote yourself a book, uh, and it's called By the Grace of the Game. Uh, tell us about the book that you have that people can buy on Amazon. Absolutely. So, especially in the Milwaukee market, people know my dad as a player and as an executive. Few people know he's the only player in NBA history whose parents survived the Holocaust. So my grandparents are Holocaust survivors. Yeah, my dad is an immigrant from Romania. You know, came to New York City uh, as a youth, uh, you know, trying to outrun tragedy and, you know, found basketball and kind of took our family to places we could have never imagined. So spent five plus years, you know, writing the story and I'm very proud to share it with the world. And I think it's an important story that needs to be told. And so, yeah, just it's, it's very, very grateful to, to have it out there. Um, and it's, yeah, like you said, it's on Amazon now, and it, it'll be released uh, very shortly. So can you give us a little bit insight of what that struggle was like when they came over here? So don't speak the language, no money, you know, no infrastructure at all. Just have to rebuild. You have to build your life. And, you know, in my dad's particular case, you know, they, they came from Romania. Uh, they settled in New York City. And my dad had an older brother who was his hero and as soon as they got to America, he was diagnosed with leukemia, and he died oh, a year later. You know? So, te- yeah, terrible tragedy, and just, you know, for my family, just you know, so, so much going on, so much darkness. And, you know, for my grandparents, listen, again, they don't speak the language. They have to build a life. And, you know, so my dad lost his brother kind of on his own in a new country. It's really, you know, a difficult situation. He just went to the local park to, to meet friends, to learn English. He started playing basketball. And, you know, before you know it, he was pretty good. And, you know, roughly a decade later, he was standing on top of the Olympic podium as a gold medalist for the United States of America. You know, so it truly is, you know, it's given me so much hope and inspiration over my life just to see kind of where he started and where he got. And, you know, it's really the ultimate American dream. And, you know, I think it's, it's super important, probably now more than ever, to, to remember these stories and to remember what happened in the Holocaust. And, you know, my, my grandmother lost both her parents, five siblings. You know, these are, these are stories that need to be told and that people need to engage with. So, 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of difficult things, but they're ultimately it's a very hopeful story. Was there ever a moment for your dad, uh, for Ernie, where it was that breakthrough moment, like, I'm going to be okay, I'm, I'm going to make it? It's funny because talking to my dad and, you know, he basketball allowed him to move, move past a lot of really difficult things. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about privilege in the book, right? I have the privilege of being a generation separated, so I can kind of go back and understand what happened. But once, you know, he just played to have something to do, to have something to belong to. He, you know, I grew up, but my dad was in the NBA, so I had my sights set on the NBA since I was a little kid, right? My dad just kind of was doing something because he enjoyed it and it gave him, you know, gave him a, something to spend his time sure. on. And, so it just really happened for him, you know, and, you know, before you blink your eyes and all of a sudden he's all Queens and he's all New York city, then he's an all American. Then every college wants him, you know, goes to Tennessee and becomes this legendary player there. And it just really all happened for him. And, you know, it was really on the back of kind of hard work and, and the values that my grandparents instilled in him when they came here. You know, it's, it's interesting because we, we talk about it so much that no matter uh, what may be going on uh, in the country or in the world or whatever the case may be, uh, or what the issues may be, it always feels like sports can bring everybody together for one common cause and can really build relationships and bonds that last a lifetime. 100%. You know, it's for, for not only for my dad, but for my grandparents, you know, to, to see their, after losing a son when they got here and after losing their families in the war, to, to see their son become you know, successful known, you know, have something that he loved to do. It's just the greatest blessing. And, you know, basketball really facilitated that for my family. And then it's a bond and a love that my dad and I share. You know, we've traveled the world together with basketball. And, you know, my parents, as I mentioned, they met through the game. You know, my dad was drafted by the Bucks in 77. You know, he got to Milwaukee and said, hey, any nice Jewish girls? You know, Nancy <laughs> Kahn. You know, and so, and so basketball brought my parents together, you know. So it really is kind of a testament to the, the power of sports, the power of basketball. And, I mean, in my family, the game has just it changed everything for us. So I have so much gratitude, and that's you know that's why I wrote the book. How much of that played into him coming here as general manager? It, it was important because I, you know, I grew up in northern New Jersey. My dad was the GM of the Knicks. Right. I spent my summers in Milwaukee because you know my my grandparents lived in Fox Point. My you know my family was in Milwaukee, so it was it was not unfamiliar. It might seem random for a kid from the New York area to come to Milwaukee, but I, I had close friends there and. I think it was kind of a, a homecoming of sorts, and certainly for my mom, you know, who went to Whitefish Bay High School, you know, it was, you know, we, we had a community and we had real roots there. So I think it was an important factor. It's funny that you bring up Whitefish Bay High School because literally in the last segment we were talking about Whitefish Bay High School at home against Homestead tonight in the My 24 game of the week. And it's it's all about <laughs> Whitefish Bay High School tonight, no doubt about it. Hey, follow Dan Grunfeld on Twitter at Dan underscore Grunfeld, author of the book, By the Grace of the Game. You can get it on Amazon.com right now. Dan, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Are you? It was a pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Dan Grunfeld. Uh, on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, if applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Rami Makhlouf is here. We will talk about his huge night ahead uh, at the Improv uh, in Milwaukee and huge weekend ahead. And we'll get his thoughts on what's going on with Zadarius Smith, what it means for Rashawn Gary, and we'll figure out what's coming up on his show. I do know one huge guest that he has on his show today because Sam Schmidt's booked this person in front of Dan Plucker. We'll talk about that coming up next. <laughs> Football is back, and your picks could be worth $10,000 with the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Sign up today by texting your picks to 20357. That's 20357. Just got to text the winners. That's it. Don't got to worry about the point spreads. Don't got to worry about daily lineups or anything like that. And it's free to enter. I took a lot of road teams this week. We'll see if uh, I pay the price for that because last week I took a lot of favorites and I paid the price. So we'll see how I do this week. Compete against me, compete against others around the country. Pick the most games right throughout the season and you could win $10,000. $1,000 up for grabs each week to one lucky person. Sign up now by texting your picks to 20357. That's 20357. Five seven, the Rock and Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Rami Makhlouf uh, joins us now. Um, so you're at the 
improv uh, at the corners of Brookfield, right? Yes, So sir. you have, what, multiple shows tonight and tomorrow, 7 and 9.45, is that right? That is correct. 7 and 9.45 tonight, 7 and 9.30 tomorrow. Oh, 9.30 tomorrow. Sorry. Yes, okay, fine. And then you have a show on Sunday or not? Sunday, yes. 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30? 7 o'clock, yeah. Sunday night. Yes. Okay. I can have details for this in just one sec. It's fine. Uh, but this is my question. Yes, sir. So back in the day when when so seven no, I have I have it now seven thirty nine forty five tonight seven and nine thirty tomorrow seven on Sunday maybe work on them getting the same times for I'm sure they Friday have and Saturday and then yeah yeah it would be easier to remember either way so let me ask you uh, mm-hmm. this so back in the day I remember yes when you got going on the comedy scene yes before you blew up you 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 would always be totally freaked out really. Uh, I don't want to say nervous, but focus maybe mm-hmm. the day of leading mm-hmm. up to your show or whatever, if you yeah, were yeah, here yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, you'd be practicing and rehearsing and going over stuff, and then you'd give me a sheet. All right, tell me if I got this in order, and you'd read down the order of the the, the lineup or whatever you were doing. Yeah. Again, this was back when he he was really getting going here early green. on. So green. Now that you're a veteran, polished, ready for the big time, how now does one Rami Makhlouf prepare for? Hosting because you're not the headliner per se. That's no. Jay Moore tonight. I'm doing like 10, 12 minutes. Per that's night. still pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's still quite a but bit. But I'm, I'm ready to go, and and I've been it's it's a ten minutes I've been I've been working on lately, like really locking in. Is it different than the last time I saw you? Oh yeah, no, this is uh, I would say seven of the ten you haven't seen. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of this is new. So good. I'm doing I'm doing that ten tonight, and then tomorrow I'm gonna do a different ten, and then Sunday I'm gonna do a different ten. Oh, so the ten I see tomorrow will not be what everybody sees tonight. Different ten every night. I'm doing a different 10 every night. Good for you. And I just put it on uh, Twitter and Facebook, Sparky. The first 25 people use the promo code FAN. Free tickets to the Late Show tonight and the Late Show tomorrow. Promo code should have been Rami. I know, but whatever. That works, though. Yeah, it's fine. first 25 people. So if you go to uh, MilwaukeeImprov.com, order your tickets, promo code FAN. Free. Free tickets. Free tickets. Jay Moore and myself and Mike Maxwell tonight and tomorrow for the Late Show uh, that's MilwaukeeImprov.com, promo code FAN. What are you doing now? What does it matter what I'm doing, man? <laughs> what? I'm typing on a computer. Because I'm talking that's to you I'm and you doing, turned away man. from me and started typing into a computer, uh, which is a little rude. I just want to see if I know who this person is, this Mike Maxwell <laughs> character, Mike Maxwell comedian. You don't know anything about comedy. Why would you know? You're the wrong person to go to. You're man. the last thing from an authority. Mike Maxwell. All right. Is, does All he right. pass the Does he pass the grade with you, Sparky? Is he Is he good enough? Well, I mean, he's promoting Jay Moore. Well, yeah, he's he's his feature, so that would make sense. I've been promoting. So, how Jay long Moore. does he get? I don't know, probably like twenty five, half an hour. And then Moore gets what, like an hour or something? An hourish, yeah. Headliners usually do an, an hour. Hour? Yeah. Oh my god! No, it's a lot, dude. How do I, you do an hour I, I, straight? Dude, I headlined That's at the. Insane to me. I headlined at the Milwaukee Comedy Fest back in October, and this was, you know, we were we were still in in COVID like pandemic shutdown. I I literally hadn't been on a stage in six months, and they were like, "Come do forty five minutes at the Comedy Fest." I was like, "Okay," so I did, and man, by the end of that, I was ready to go to sleep. My friend was like, "Let's go get a drink." I was like, "Nah, man, I'm good." <laughs> I just. I need to put my head on a pillow. I need, I'm, I'm done. So yeah, I've never done an hour. I've done 45 a couple of times, but it's uh, it's you need. A but how hard is it to even do 45 by with constantly hitting? I mean, it's not, it's not like this, right? You could do an hour here, and you may be good for 30 minutes and mm-hmm. suck for 30 minutes, right? But you don't really know, right? There, you know, like, dude. I, this isn't going so well. I mean, how deep do you want me to go here? If I'm doing, if I'm doing a longer set, like I'll, Jay Moore is doing an hour tonight. Yeah, so yeah. going in, does Jay Moore think he's going to hit ninety five percent? Does he think so, he's going to hit ninety okay. percent? Like, what's I know right. I'm getting in depth. No, I know. Okay, good. Um, so there's like there's this thing called the twelve second rule in comedy. You want to joke, every, you want to laugh every twelve seconds. It doesn't have to be the biggest laugh in the world, but you want to laugh every twelve seconds sure. to keep people interested okay. and involved. But if you're doing an hour, you're not getting a laugh every twelve seconds. For so there is some realistic expectations. To yes, this. yes. God. So m- what my thinking is, if I'm doing a set that's like even twenty twenty five minutes, I do the stuff off the top that I know is going to get laughs frequently you get know what them i mean involved get them in earn their trust 
And then later in the set, I can do stuff that's a little bit more drawn out storytelling. You maybe have to wait for the sure. payoff, but I've already earned. They're like, oh, okay, this guy's funny. I'll sit here and wait for it. You know what I mean? But if that, you start off, but if you, I, yeah, and no, it doesn't hit the first couple of stories, you're done. Yeah, you you want to hook them in quick. I Makes try, sense to me. Yeah, I try to get a laugh like see there, right out the gate. I know there's a way that this must be oh, done. It's all it's all mind control. <laughs> <laughs> A little scary. <laughs> don't lead with that with your next date. It's all mind control. It's all baby. mind control. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. So what? What do you got coming up? Oh, today? jam-packed show today, Sparky. Jam-packed show today. I just found out about this Darius Smith news right before I left the house. So we're because gonna... you don't listen to the station well, all day. I I'm... you would have known about this hours ago had you listened to the station. I'm locked in till about eleven, eleven thirty. Then it's Rami time. Then I got to walk the dog. I got to work. Oh, you out. actually listen to our the big show. I got I, sh- I listen to you guys on the way to the park. When I I'm thought driving, it was when I'm only dri- Bart. You when listen I'm to. driving the dog to the park. I turn on the big show around eleven o'clock. I thought it was day. only Bart. So um, okay, we'll take an hour from your life. Go so. Ahead. uh so from like eleven to one ish, I'm not I'm I'm unplugged, dude. That's you got, fine. You gotta take totally care of you. It. You know totally what I mean? Yeah, you fine. gotta take care of you. Gotcha. You gotta put yourself first sometimes. So we will talk about that off the top. Ryan Horvat, bet MGM tonight, three thirty. Mr. Florida State this week. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur, three forty five. Lisa Byington, her first interview ah, so I'm looking in to the that. Milwaukee market, the new TV voice of your Milwaukee Bucks joins me at four o'clock. Ryan Wood, our Green Bay football insider at four forty five, and Jay Moore will be here once again at five thirty before uh we do a weekend at the Improv, MilwaukeeImprov.com. Use the promo code FAN. Free tickets for the Late Show tonight or tomorrow. First 25 people. Sounds really good. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. Yes, sir. So the Zadarius Smith news that you just found out about, Yeah. that now means that Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith have to be your starting outside linebackers. This also means you have absolutely no depth behind either one of those two guys, which means that more than likely you're not rotating these guys in and out nearly as much as you would if you had Zadaria Smith with them, right? Right. So is this pretty much put up or shut up time for Rashawn Gary the next three weeks? Yeah. Like, you have to do something now. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you could have some serious problems, Sparky. You could have some real problems. If they can't generate a pass rush, and after what we saw against New Orleans, you could have some serious problems man mm-hmm. and they could start monday night jared goff is a dude that if you give him time he can pick you apart i know i know i know he became a punchline his last two years in in los angeles but that look at look go look at his numbers from week one give him wow t- but they were chasing that's a little misleading give him time and he will pick you apart i agree with you on that yes so it could be a problem now and we're looking at the schedule man i don't have it in front of me but things get tough. Like week three, week four, week five, you have teams that you could very well lose to. San Francisco scares me in week three mm-hmm. because of how bad they played in week one. Pittsburgh doesn't look like Pittsburgh. Their offensive line doesn't appear to be very good. Oh, um, defense is real good. But like man. Ian Hardis was just on, and he was saying that Najee Harris is the only running back that played 100% of the snaps in week one. The only guy. Never came off the field for a single snap on the offensive side of the ball. Didn't have great numbers because the offensive line isn't very good. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't worry me as much. That in San Francisco game, and that's why we had Ryan Wood on yesterday. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't really want to talk about must-win games, but this one here might be pretty close to it. When you start talking about if you lose this game against Detroit and now have to go to San Francisco, which you already have in the back of your head, problems, problems, problems. Every time the Niners get brought up, I think Rodgers may break out into sweats. I mean, that that's not going to be good. The tough part of the schedule doesn't start till like week eight or week nine. That's when things get difficult. This year, uh, not as bad. Um, we might have to play. Sam, we might have to change what we're doing off the top here. Can you hear me? Is Sam listening right now? I don't think he can hear me. Um, Sam, we, we might have to change the plan at the top of the show. Uh, I think we're going to have to play an impromptu an impromptu session of uh, Big Deal or No Big Deal with Zadarius Smith and his injury. Are we ready to do that? Do we have all the production elements for that? We always have it ready. Okay, cool. So I think right off the top we're going to play Big Deal or No Big Deal. Zadarius Smith to the IR. I think you should do big deal or no big deal that you stole Notebook Mike for the second part of that rap for your show from Bart. 
I'm jealous. Did he, Should do. Did he do it already? He's, he's not happy. Did he do it? Did he do it on Bart's show? I saw no. something on Twitter this morning about no. Okay. Well, I don't All right. So. All right. Last I heard, Bart was pretty hey, hacked off about this whole thing. This is a. It's the ratings game, dude. Yeah, Bart was going to come to your thing. It's a dog eat dog world. He, he was. never was coming to. My yeah, he thing. was. He never was. He was. He never asked me about coming. He never said, "Can you put by, my name on a by, list?" By, no, he's not like that. He's not he trying to take totally advantage of that. you. No, he would no. totally do oh. that. But I will say this: I did put your name. on You too. I normally, mm. but. I heard you the other morning, and you actually had me laughing. About what? You really did. You and Bart were talking about his his kid playing in a sandbox in Whitefish Bay yeah. with this other kid, and yeah. this other kid apparently was like stealing the toy trucks or whatever was going on. And he was, and you're like toy trucks. Like you bring your own toy trucks. Like how does that work? And he's like, well, man. He's like, no, man. He's, his parents are great in Whitefish Bay. You know, they just bring all these old trucks, and there's like forty of these like. <laughs> Toy trucks that you play with in a sandbox. Dude, probably back off. I love you to death. Without missing a beat, you're like, is that really COVID safe? <laughs> Bart was like, good point. Uh, yeah, well. You know, you know how I gross babies are, man. Busted out laughing they're, they're, you dropped that line. They're little chemical weapons. Dude, dude I was literally thinking it. <laughs> and you said it like 30 seconds after I thought it. I was like, that doesn't seem very safe to me. Well, whatever. And then you said it, and he was like, da, 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 da. Oh, that's so See, good. I'd be a good parent, right? I think about these things. I've always said I thought you'd be a good parent. I did. Yeah, I, I do. I do. The selfish aspect of you would have to change. But other than that, I I'm only selfish really when good. I have to be. Even parents have to be selfish sometimes. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be any good to your kids. You're not going to be any good to your kids if you don't take care of yourself. Probably explains why they don't. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> All right, Robbie Mackloff's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.